back to Travels with Alicia. In this episode, I'll provide an update on Playa de Carmen and the long-awaited Mayan train. In December 2023, I was in Mexico. It was a little over two weeks, and I stayed 10 nights in Playa de Carmen. This is like my place that I like to get away when it's cold out. They have amazing weather, and I'm able to stay healthy and walk a lot more than I do at home. So Playa de Carmen continues to be a dynamic and very busy beach town. It's located about 45 minutes south of Cancun. The town is very long and narrow. It's one of my favorite towns in Mexico because the beach and the town are together. They're not separated by any distance. It's um, just parallel streets and then... um, parallel avenues and then streets that cross. And there are tons of restaurants, shops, bars, and it may be touristy on some of the streets, but the further you get away from the beach, the more you'll see more local places. And they're not all Mexican. There's so many nationalities there that it's just a great mix of people. So there's so many hotel options in Playa, but I always prefer a condo. There's many choices, but recently I've stayed at the Ipana condos, and it's located on 38th and 15th, so 15th Avenue and 38th Street. And this is a relatively new complex. There's four very large condo buildings, but they're connected at the top with pools, so it gives for an fabulous rooftop. And on the same block, there's a gourmet grocery store. There's several restaurants and a 7-Eleven. And one block away is a large public sports facility that has a track, a soccer field, basketball, tennis, and lots of other things. So I highly recommend the Ipana condos. It's I-P-A-N-A in Playa de Carmen. So 38th Street, where it's located, is actually one of the best areas of Playa de Carmen. It is beautiful and has so many upscale restaurants, and it has a lot more greenery than other areas of Playa de Carmen. So when I've talked about this being a long, narrow town, and it has these avenues. So Fifth Avenue is the most famous place in Playa de Carmen. It's the street that runs parallel to the beach. And it is very touristy, especially, you know, depending on where you are in Playa de Carmen. And I've also mentioned that there are streets that cross it. So Fifth Avenue, and then there'll be like Second Street, Fourth, Six, like every two, you count up. And if you're up on like Second Street, that's where the ferry to Cozumel is. And that's very, very touristy. The further you go down, it gets less touristy. So I stayed on 38th Street, but these streets go all the way. Now I think it's like up to 70th. That's pretty, it's starting to get developed. Um, 50th, you'll still see restaurants. If you still keep going, this is where the development in Playa de Carmen is. So when we talk about what's changing, one of the things is the building is all taking place going on those numbers up north. So 50th, 52nd, like you'll start to see um, new condo complexes going up there. So if anyone, you know, people are investing, that's where they're doing it. So earlier I mentioned the wonderful weather and the healthy lifestyle there. When weather is cold here, I feel like I want to hibernate. But the opposite happens when I go to Playa de Carmen. 
there's tons of people up early, everyone's walking, running, and the sports complex that I mentioned next door is like totally alive by 7 a.m. Not only with runners and walkers, but there are gym classes that operate here, and one of them's like under a bleacher, and people are running up and down the bleachers, they're lifting weights, the tennis courts are packed, there's a pavilion holding yoga or Zumba classes. So there's so much going on. There's also CrossFit in the area. And I was at the pool when I overheard a couple talking about they always use the CrossFit when they're here. There's also a top-tier sports club called Evolve, and they have uh, very high-end equipment, and they have spin classes. Yoga is huge in Playa, so you can find that absolutely everywhere. And I noticed this time even a Thai boxing place. It looks super cool, big tiger painted on the outside in the in the rings. But I felt like I needed someone to go in there with. Like I need a, a another person who's a beginner to give me the courage to go in and try that. But anyway, if you like Thai boxing, that's here. I've heard now there's big complexes for pickleball. I think they're up in the lower streets, like the second and fourth area. There's a whole community south of Playa de Carmen called Playa Car. So after you get to the ferry on 2nd Street, that becomes a gated community. And I think the pickleball's up there. So, but they, but my point is they really have something for everyone. There's so much that you could do or get involved in. For me, I just enjoy walking and swimming several times a day. Um, I was tracking my mileage, and when I remembered to turn it on, it was about seven to eight miles a day. Um, And then, like I said, at the condo, the pools, they're actually heated. Some of them, of the four pools, some of them are heated. So I was in those, and they're open to 11 o'clock at night, and they're all lit up and beautiful. It's really fun. So it's also a place where you, it's very social. So the condo, the Ipana condos, there are people staying there who've bought them, and they're like literally living there, so year-round. There's also people who are there long-term, And then there's some vacationers. And the pool is one of the places that people just are very social and like to hang out. I met people from all different places, Canada, from Arizona. A lady was telling me that she was taking a class so that she could do real estate in Playa de Carmen and that she's from Arizona and her company was opening a firm and they actually needed more people. So you know, hey, I love the networking. She was trying to say, you can do it too. She spoke no Spanish. So I'm assuming that she'll be dealing with foreigners. But again, it's just a a place where everyone is so open and kind. She told me that a guy in the building was holding free exercise classes on 38th Street Beach, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So just show up and, and join in. So I'm trying to give you a feel for what it's like in Playa de Carmen. It's a, a good place that you will feel welcome. And I just want to touch on food again, because one of the things I like to do is, is go out and eat food. And I feel like there's almost like three separate food worlds going on. There are some vacationers that may be over drinking, overeating, wearing big sombreros. That's sometimes what people think about when they think of Mexico. But that is very, very small minority of the people. The second group, which is most of it, is the amazing countless restaurants. So, you know, again, I've 
traveled a lot, and I can't think of anywhere like that they have so many choices of restaurants and so many clo- so close together. So, like, I try to think about Miami and Fort Lauderdale and places like that. This seems to have so much more. So, there's countless choices of Italian restaurants, French restaurants. Sushi is huge in the last, I'd say, 10 years. Thai food, Indian, Jamaican, Greek food, even, of course, tons of local Mexican food. So you can find high-end restaurants, and a lot of them are around the Fifth Avenue. But if you just walk a few blocks off, you'll find so many more um, casual and local places, little Italian coffee shops and taco places. So it's just such a great place for trying new things and having so many restaurant choices. And thirdly, there is a big health food scene in Playa. Like I mentioned, they have a lot of yoga, but they also have a lot of vegan and um, restaurants and juice bars. And I really tried to embrace it this trip and try a lot of those. So I found a fantastic juice bar called Ebenezer. And for like $3, you would get an entire liter of green juice. And they threw in there. It was just, you watched them spinach, parsley, celery, cactus, cucumber. Like it was just unbelievably healthy. Ginger. And you would get this liter of juice and it kind of lasted me all day. So that was a lot of fun. And there's, when I looked up vegan restaurants, up popped 75 vegan or vegan friendly restaurants in Playa, the top 75. So I guess there's actually more. But where I was staying on 38th Street, there's actually a lot of vegan restaurants. So I tried Amate 38, which is not vegan, but they have a vegan section on their menu. And I had the orange yam soup, and it was just so gorgeous and beautifully presented, too. Um, It was delicious. There's also, I tried another place. And of course, I can't tell you the name of it because it was like symbols instead of letters. And I not sure what it was, but there. You, if you just walk around 38th Street, you'll find a lot of these places. And I tried the arugula watermelon salad with cashew cheese and pistachios. They also, a lot of these vegan places make amazing mocktails. So when you think of Mexico, you think of people partying and drinking, but it's a real mocktail scene and they're pretty high-end drinks. They're just not, you know, juices and stuff. They really put interesting things in them, and it's really wonderful. So, okay, I did try a lot of healthy things, but then I went back to some of my favorites. And I will say, some of my favorites, Chez Celine is still the best French restaurant around anywhere in Mexico. Um, It's been there for over 20 years. It's around 14th Street on Fifth Avenue, and it is amazing. I had the Croque Madame, and it was outstanding. I also tried Don Sirloin again for their steak burrito. And Fa is a place that has live music, but they have great burgers. So I did a little bit of everything, but I did make a point to say I'm going to go past 38th Street north up to 50th, where all the new developments happening, and try some of their restaurants. And I will say they're less expensive and really, really high quality. So I tried um, Nifty 50 which sounds like a 50s diner, but it really isn't. Um, I did have like a spinach and mushroom omelet, and it was fantastic. And Archelio's is a seafood restaurant. 
And this shrimp ceviche was so big, I ate it for three days. It was just amazing. And the prices are really good when you go, you know, further away from the touristy area. So what I want to focus on now is the Mayan train. So if you're a person who goes to Mexico and you go along the Riviera Maya, you've probably been hearing about this Mayan train. And it is a little controversial because, you know, some people really want it because it brings tourism and it actually is going to bring tourism away from the beach area into the Yucatan, into where the beautiful Mayan ruins are and allow tourism to be spread out more evenly and not just keep it in the beach communities. But it's finally open. At least one part of it is. So when it's when it's fully up and running, it'll be like 1,500 kilometers. And it's going to go through five states of Mexico. But I will say almost all the stops are in the three big main states that tourists will probably want to go to. So Quintana Roo, which is where the beach communities are. Then Yucatan, which is, you know, a whole different state that known for food and Mayan ruins and history. And then Campeche, which is another state that also is known for a lot of um, Mexican ruins and Mayan ruins that many people have not had a chance to visit. So the, the area that is open now, and it opened in December of 2023, is from the Cancun airport, and it'll go all the way over to Campeche. So it'll go inland. And I've done this trip with my daughter where this train's going, and there's 14 stops. And I don't know all 14, but I will tell you, um, it leads, so it's not actually in the airport. I think there's going to be a shuttle that takes you to the train. And then after like two stops, you get to Valladolid. And then the next stop is Chichen Itza. So you can see it is like that's a very famous place that people take tours to. But Valladolid's an amazing city. I stayed there three days. It's small. It's near lots of ruins. Highly recommend it. And then if you keep going, you get to Izamal, and that is a yellow city. It's all one color. And it is just so eye-catching. And I've been there. It stops there. The train will stop there. It'll go to Merida, which is known as the safest city in Mexico. It has fantastic food and things to do. And then it'll go all the way down to Capeche, which is also on it. I think that ends up on a coast. That's open. You can do that now. And I'm really excited on my next trip to Mexico. I'm going to try it out. So I'll let you know how things go. Another update is seaweed. I don't know if you realize this. If you've been to Mexico, they've been having a seaweed problem. And and so have even Florida and other areas too. But in Mexico, they have installed barriers out in the ocean. And the Navy and local boats are actually picking up the seaweed. And so the seaweed was almost non-existent in Playa de Carmen in 2023. So yay, that was that's a that's a great update. There's also a was a long-awaited grocery store, and it's actually right on the block that the Ipanacondos are on. It's called the Super Chedral Grocery Store. So 
I guess I could like say it's close to like a Whole Foods, if that's something you're used to in the U.S. It's a little more upscale. You can even buy like a steak and they'll grill it for you and you can grab a bottle of wine and sit and eat inside the grocery store. It's a nice grocery store. So a lot of local people in the area do these kind of things. They have like a wood-burning oven for pizzas. You can buy some prepared food as well as just groceries to cook yourself. There's always new restaurants. Right near this grocery store, a new Argentinian buffet opened. Less expensive than all the fancy ones in the tourist zone. So I saw lots of local families eating there. But I I can't cover the restaurants, but there's always new ones opening and some closing, but many more opening than closing every time I go down there. The last major change I'll mention in the playa area was the significant upgrades to Fifth Avenue and the side streets. They were repairing the broken tiles and trying to make it more walkable. So that I'm super excited about because when you walk in this area, you really need to pay attention. You can't be on your phone. I mean, you can listen to a podcast or something, but you can't, you have to be looking down because there's lots of bricks that are sticking up or missing and it's so easy to 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 really hurt yourself. So they're fixing all that. And I've also heard they're painting certain of the areas bright red, like the tiles and stuff, just to make it more um, pleasing. And that's a great thing. I hope this was helpful and you enjoyed this episode of Travels with Alicia. Playa de Carmen is such a great place to visit. Since I love visiting Mexico, I'll continue to provide updates and even let you know how the Mayan train works out. Stay tuned for more Travels with Alicia.